Hey guys, welcome back to episode two of our Hawaiian trickster figure series. Today we're going to tell the story of Kaulu, the great trickster god. Okay, so the story starts out in a time that was known as the Golden Age. The island of Maui was ruled by a great king. A son was born to the king and queen, and there was great rejoicing. His name was Kaulu Lau, the breadfruit grove, to honor the king. But the people fondly called him Kaulu. The king sought out all the male children born on his son's birthday and brought them to the palace to be Kaulu's companions. But Kaulu grew up full of mischief. Time after time, he led his companions into trouble, racing through newly planted sweet potatoes, crushing young banana shoots, and trampling tender taro plantings. One day, Kaulu and his friends arrived to find workers digging up the clearing where they used to play in. Why do you dig here? Kaulu demanded. This is our playing ground. The workman answered, Your father, the king, ordered it. We are planting another breadfruit grove. That night, when all was dark, he slipped out and uprooted every young breadfruit cutting. When the king heard of the damage, he ordered the culprit found and brought before him. Great was the sorrow of the king and queen when the guards brought in their own son. The king ordered that his son be banished to the island of Lanai, home of the evil spirits. The queen bade her son a sorrowful farewell. Do not be sad, my mother, said Kaulu. I shall find a way to outwit the evil spirits and make up for the wrong I have done. When you see a signal fire burning on the Lanai shore, you will know I have succeeded. Kaulu stood on the desolate shore of Lanai, staring out to sea. His water bottle of food, calabash, and sleeping mat lay piled at his feet. With a sigh, he bent to pick them up. The sleeping mat unrolled and a bundle wrapped in damp tie leaves fell out. Young taro and breadfruit plantains. His mother must have hidden them there. Kaulu, who had never expected to be glad to see a breadfruit tree, took them up gently. He found a dry cave far up the beach and stowed his belongings there. He then went inland and planted his taro and breadfruit. As he was returning, he met four of the dreaded spirits. Their pale, unwinking eyes studied him greedily. "'Welcome to our island,' said the first spirit. "'Have you found a place to sleep tonight?' "'Mahalo. I have, thank you,' said Kaulu. "'Tonight I shall sleep in the patch of thick green vines.' The spirits looked at each other and smiled, knowing what vicious thorns grew on those vines. That night, safe in his warm, dry cave, Kaulu heard sharp cries from the spirits as they tramped through the thorny vines searching for him. The next morning, the spirits greeted him crossly. "'How well did you sleep?' second spirit demanded. "'Very well indeed,' Kaulu replied." I heard some cries in the night, but not enough to disturb me. Seabirds, no doubt. Tonight I shall sleep in that tall tree, away from the water. Each night, Kaulu would tell the spirits he was sleeping in a different place. They would try to terrorize him each night, and then ask how he slept in the morning. This happened for several nights, until one morning the spirits spoke no greeting at all. Kaulu said, Such a restful sleep I had, the best so far. That is fortunate, since I have important work to do today. What is this important work? the second spirit asked irritably. Cultivating my breadfruit, said Kaulu. The spirits jeered. No breadfruit grows on this island. It grows here now, said Kaulu. I planted it the day I arrived. When it bears fruit, I shall eat tasty breadfruit baked in the coals. The spirits grew hungry at the thought. They moved closer with threatening looks. This is our island. The breadfruit belongs to us, said one. Show us where it grows. Not so, said Kaulu. No man shares the breadfruit, but he who shares the work. Then show us what to do, first spirit ordered hungrily. So Kaulu showed them. From sunup to sundown, he kept the spirits busy, clearing, weeding, and digging around his breadfruit plantings. The next morning, Kaulu was surprised to see that even more spirits on the island had wanted to join. Each day, from sunup to sundown, Kaulu kept all of the evil spirits busy, 
assigning jobs from farming taro plants to building fish ponds. So the days slipped by and the barren island of Lanai slowly became a green paradise. Never had the spirits been so well fed nor so tired. Kulu heard them over talking one night. We finish one piece of work and this one thinks of another. First spirit complained. How much longer does this go on? The ninth spirit demanded. The crops are flourishing. Soon we can do away with Kaulu and have all this fine food for ourselves. The next morning, Kaulu called the spirits together. The dry season is coming, he warned. We must build a water course to bring water to our fields or our crops will surely die. If we start today, we can have the job finished in three months. Hurry, get digging sticks and meet me here. Scowling, the twelve spirits went off for digging sticks. Ten minutes passed. Fifteen. Twenty. Then Kaulu heard a great splash. Across the channel towards the barren island of Kahului, the spirits were swimming as fast as they could away from Lanai. Chuckling, Kaulu gathered enough driftwood to build a great signal fire, one that could be seen clearly from the Maui shore. For Kaulu, by his trickery, he had rid the island of its evil spirits. By his planting, he had made amends for food destroyed. Now he could return to his father, his mother, and his companions in the shady breadfruit groves of Maui. Wow, that's an amazing story. Tune in tomorrow for the full, complete analysis of this amazing trickster figure and his story.